0: Hi FM, your station of choice since two thousand and eight. But I'd like to introduce our first guest. As I said, it's a, it's uncomfortable isn't even the word. Uncomfortable isn't even the word. It is shock and horror at the current state of cancer treatment in Gauteng in our public hospitals. So, um, Kanyisa Mapipa, welcome. Um, it is great to have you on the show. Thank you very much for joining us.
1: Hi, um, Nikki, thank you so much for having us.
0: Yeah, it's a true pleasure to have to, um, to speak on this matter. Well, thank you very much. And a really important message, um, that you have today. But Canisa, before we get there, let's just talk about section 27, which is a public interest law center. But if you can just explain to our audience what you do, how you operate.
1: Okay. Um, so, uh, section twenty seven like you said is a is a public interest law centre um, that advocates for um, human rights, but specifically um, rights that deal with healthcare, access to healthcare as well as access to education rights. So we have a number of uh, clients that we take on. Um, it can be individual clients who have individual um, issues related to access to healthcare or access to to um, education or it can be a group of patients for instance like in this radiation oncology issue where it's a group of patients who are requiring access to healthcare services. And uh, because we are a law center, um, our um, solutions are um, legal solutions. So sometimes we go to court, sometimes we negotiate with the department, but it's almost always a letter of demand. It's almost always um,
0: um, a legal based approach. So that's what we do. Fantastic. Thanks, Kanisa. So you have been working with Cancer Alliance, right? Um, and and maybe you can just tell us what the relationship is like and what has led you to this point right now. Also, you said that you, you're working, you're representing a group of patients. Are you talking about the group of patients who came with Cancer Alliance? Perhaps you can just explain that. All right, so so Cancer
1: Alliance is um, a collection of cancer concerned organisations. So um, it, it like like the name um, suggests, it's an alliance of organisations that deal with access to um, cancer treatment in South Africa, um, and so some of those. Organizations will deal specifically say for instance with breast cancer and some will deal with prostate cancer and some will deal perhaps with just cancer as as a whole and so um, um cancer alliance then represents then that those body of that body of um um cancer organisation or cancer um um interested organisations and so um they approached us in, and actually they are a, a long standing partner of ours and they approached us specifically on this issue um that they had been working on since 2020 um when they had seen the the rise in or the, the at that point a gradual rise in um backlog patients or patients who were requiring and oncology, but then were being put on the back burner, back burner until um, the list was quite extensive. And so they had approached the department back in 2020 um, and had received no response to such an extent that in November 2021, ourselves, Cancer Alliance, and the Treatment Action Campaign, which is another partner of ours, uh, actually um, protested um, outside the Department of Health uh, here in Gauteng, and delivered a memorandum in which we demanded that they address the the crisis that was growing at the time of of backlogged um, radiation oncology patients. Um, That um, protest didn't Nothing really came of it. But then in, in February 2022, we then wrote a, a letter of demand where we threatened to, to sue the department if nothing was done. Following that, in March 2020. Two, They then established a task team, which was made up of Cancer Alliance Treatment Action Campaign, the heads of radiation oncology treatment, both at Charlotte Matlocki and Steve Beek, which are the only two radiation oncology centers in the province. Um, um, and that was the cancer task team. So... That um, task team um, worked alongside um, the Department of Health to try and get a resolution to this um, um, crisis. Um, A number of, of suggestions were given to the department. But um, nothing really um, um stuck every time a, a solution would be put forward. They would come back and say, oh, no, but that's not going to work because of X, Y, Z, whatever reason they came up with. And eventually, um, it came to a point where we, um, alongside with Cancer Alliance and Treatment Action Campaign, um, suggested that perhaps an outsourcing of these radiation oncology services would be the best outcome. And they agreed to that. And when once you know, once they had agreed to that they then said to us, but we don't have the money to do it. Yes, it's a it's a great temporary solution while we get our house in order, but we don't have the money to do it. Um, Then after that, Cancer Alliance Section 27 um, approached National Treasury and then Gauteng Treasury to seek an allotment of money that would be ring-fenced specifically to outsource these services so that in the meantime, patients are getting the treatment that they need. And in March 2023, um, we find ourselves now in this position where um, money has been allotted in March 2023, and now we're sitting in July. 2023 and yet nothing has been done with that money Where where is
0: the money at the moment
1: The money is with the Gauteng Department of Health. So once the money is, is allocated and ring fenced, it's then transferred to that specific department to deal with the specific crisis or issue. So that's how, you know, the treasury process works. So the money is with the Gauteng Department of Health and they, um, have the obligation now to, um, to execute their, um, the proposals or the, 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 motivation that accompanied you know, our, our proposals to the to National Treasury and, and to
0: Gauteng Treasury. I have to say that the lack of urgency is absolutely frightening. That yes. is that this became a problem in twenty twenty it was highlighted that we are sitting in June twenty twenty three. We're talking about cancer patients who need radiation oncology. I wonder of those patients who needed that treatment in twenty twenty, I wonder how many are still alive. And 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 if they are not alive, uh can you say, and I know this is a whole different uh, uh, you know question, but Surely oh this heart and health department should be held responsible. Surely somebody should be held um, responsible. Um, we're going to take a break can you? so we're going to be back after the break. Please stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Welcome back to the DL Link Show. We're having a very interesting conversation with Kanyisa Mapipa, who's an attorney with Section 27. Um, We're talking about this backlog of um, cancer patients who are looking for uh, radiation oncology. They have been turned away. There is this backlog. It has been happening since 2020. We're looking at around... 2,700 people just before the break, I asked Kanisa if she knew how many people in 2020 who needed this treatment are no longer with us because they never received the treatment. And, in you know, for me, it's it's just so clear. It's just another blatant example of the government's blatant disregard for the people of South Africa, that people are waiting three years later for this treatment is absolutely shocking. And Kanisa, as you said, the money was allocated in March. We're sitting in June. There is just no sense of urgency. It is, it's infuriating, Kanisa. So what I see here. Two oncology centers in the entire province. I mean, there, there in itself is a is a huge problem. We're talking about people who are sick. How are they going to get to just these two centers in the entire province? So let's just first go back to can you Said, do you know? Have you done any kind of recall? Looked at numbers and people from twenty twenty who are no longer here because they never received the treatment. All
1: right. So um. What Cancer Alliance did when um, they formed part of the task team and the task team was established in March 2022 is that they undertook under an exercise where they pointed at their own past a um, consultant. Um, and with the consent of the Department of Health as well with uh, Charlotte um, Hospital, they went through the files of patients who um, had been seeking radiation oncology at the hospital. And they established this list of patients um with obviously different different cancers and different stages of the cancers um and that was at that point the current list was um you know approximately 3000 patients and those were the patients that were confirmed to be alive to still be within the province to still um you know be in need of this radiation oncology treatment and that was at march 2022 since then in our negotiations with the department we had said to them you know the first step in in this whole process is for you to go over that list once again establish who of those patients within this year has passed on, has become so critical or so sick that they're now no longer able to, to receive the help of, of radiation oncology? Um, or establish who has had to move out of the province because, you know, they're in seek of these services and they're going to another, other province to try and get them there who has um, gone to the private sector, afforded to be able to go to the private sector to seek these services. Do a tally of that, you know, reassess that list. Find out who is still on that list that you can still help and who has been added to that list. So who in the last year have you not been able to attend to and is now in need of those? So that was the exercise they were meant to do initially. And then... From that point, obviously logically, then um, appoint a service provider to assist those patients um from what we have heard, um they have um done the that that assessment and the clinical assessment of those patients um and they've come to a number of two thousand seven hundred so from there own um, um, uh, calculations, the the number of patients that have been assisted is about 300 since the last year. Um, And so there still remain about 2,700 patients who are on the backlog list. Unfortunately, I can't can't say how many of the patients um, in the original list had passed on or or whatnot, or whether or not the 2,700 is, you know, in a large sum the, the patients from the from the original list, but from what I know um, uh, and what has been communicated to us, um, their new tally that they did in March of this year said that they have two thousand seven hundred patients who have been waiting for over two years for this treatment.
0: This just it's it's just it's quite unbelievable. It's just quite. Yeah. It's quite unbelievable. I mean, I remember with the Charlotte Bignignet Hospital last year, arson, um, you know, and that, that was a huge setback, um, Mm. uh, because of, you know, people couldn't go there for their treatment. So that didn't help. But, um, as I said, two, two oncology centers in an entire province. Um, it just boggles the mind that Gauteng is the, the center of business. This is commerce. This is supposedly yeah. where the money is. And we have a Department of Health that cannot, cannot treat the, the citizens. And it is oh. absolutely shocking. And I, I really, anyone in that department should hang their head in shame and they should be held, I'm sorry to say this, responsible for any deaths, any person who has died during this time who has not had access to treatment What, 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 how shocking, Kanisa, honestly. How, how can people help? Are there, are there, I mean, are are there marches happening? Are you signing petitions? I mean, you're on top of this, but how, what can we do to try and, and accelerate this release of these funds so that more people can have access to the treatment?
1: So currently we are running a, a more of a media campaign to just try to get the department Uh, At least to try and get some sort of public outrage about this issue that will force the department or at least shame them into acting Mm -hmm. (laughs) as soon as possible. The last time we met with them, they said that they would have patients in um, the public, in the private sector by August. We don't see that happening because they've missed a number of deadlines that they have um, undertaken um, from our last meeting on the 2nd of June. So that that probably won't happen. Um, And they continue to drag their feet. And so from our perspective, um, what would be um, important right now would be, you know, seeking that that response from the department individuals writing to the department tweeting the department um um you know trying at, at any given point where they encounter someone from the department to to speak about this issue to ask about this issue um and I, I just wanted to put a little a little bit of context into you know the the um the benefits of of radiation oncology and how much it's actually needed you know um specialists estimate that um if a patient does not receive for instance a patient with breast cancer does not receive radiation oncology treatment within um three months of getting their surgery to remove their tumor they are likely they're they're almost 100 percent likely to get a recurrence of that of that cancer and that is three months now imagine someone who's been waiting for two years i have i have I have clients who've had two, three recurrences in this time that we've been fighting to get this treatment for them. Um, and I mean, it's not that, that the chemotherapy doesn't take a toll on them. It takes a huge toll on them. Every time they have to get, go over the chemotherapy again, every time they have to go to surgery to remove a new tumor again, it takes a huge toll on them. It takes a pill on them. It takes a toll on their family um it is it is a huge a a, a huge inconvenience, but also it's a, it's just a painful, painful thing to watch and mm-hmm. um and this lack of urgency just demonstrates how you know the department just does not get that it just does mm-hmm. not understand that the real yeah. life impact that it
0: has on people who have been waiting for this treatment. Shocking, absolutely shocking. So can you say, if people want to, I mean, can they go to Section 27's website? Um, because, you know, sometimes to send an email, it's, it's kind of, you know, futile if you don't know who you're sending it to, if they're not specific contacts. Do you have those details for anyone who's listening who wants to tweet who wants to write emails the hashtags yeah. or email addresses people they can contact
1: yes, in fact um the department um after we had written our first um uh, Uh, article on this matter well not our first article but our first article in this media campaign on this matter on the 9th of june they then responded on the 12th of june um to that and and below in in the in the response we've got that on our page we've got that on the on our on our uh, social media they responded to that and they've got a contact person in their right to reply um article um and um so you can you can definitely contact that person but we do also have a petition that's going um it's available on our um, social media as well um it's it's a cancer alliance petition but but it's obviously being circulated as well with section 27 being um, a partner in this um and yeah so we we're, we're just trying to get them to to act based on 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 public um outcry on this issue yeah.
0: So we just want to put a lot of pressure. So on Twitter, I'm presuming Twitter? Yes, yes. And yes, what is your handle on Twitter? What is section27's handle on Twitter? Um, it's at section27. Um, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and then people, all right. And, and your website, um, if I can direct people to your website, can you, sir? Um, it's, uh,
1: section27.org.za. That's so it's sorry, the the Twitter handle is at section twenty seven
0: news. News. All right. Yeah. Can you say thank you so much? You know, thank you for the incredible work that you do. Please, God, with all the pressure that you're putting on, the pressure from you and the pressure from the public, um, that something will change, something will shift and you know, these funds will be made available and these poor people who are waiting, these cancer um, Warriors that they will have access to treatment. So thank you for the work, and thank you for your time, and thank you for sharing this very important information with our audience. We appreciate it. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you. Thanks and take care. Bye bye. Can you say, my people, who's an attorney at um, Section Twenty Seven? You know, every single week we we talk about cancer. We talk about per- people's personal stories. We have doctors. We look at treatments and. You know, for those of you who are listening, some of you are lucky enough to have access to private healthcare, And it doesn't make it easier. There are many frustrations and very often you're having to put in a lot of your own money as well. And then there are those of you who don't have health care. And you are going to the public hospitals and you are having to deal with this. Wherever it is that you are right now, if you listen to this show... If you connect with people who are on a journey, if you yourself are on a journey, if people who you love are on that journey, then you should act. Then you really, really should do something about this. Because complaining, like I'm doing now, is futile. Action is where it is. And I really think we have to take this counting Department of Health and we have to show them that we, we, what we see, and 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 we we are in absolute disdain. They are shocking. They are, they are despicable, the way they have over the last three years just allowed these poor people who are needing, in desperate need of treatment, to just hang. It is absolutely horrific, and they should be held accountable and responsible. And so. If you are as passionate as I am about that, as as this, and if you feel as strongly as I do, I am really, really hoping that you're going to be mobilized to take action. It is horrific. There are people suffering. They cannot go for treatment. (sighs) There we go. So the Twitter handle, follow um, uh, section 27. The Twitter handle is at... Section Twenty Seven News. Please go on to Twitter or go to their website, Section 27orgza Get all the information, sign the petitions, but very importantly, get the contact numbers from those letters that they've posted, and just send so many emails to those people, those contacts, and just express your your absolute disgust and shock and horror at their inability to provide um, care, healthcare to the people of this country. You should hang their heads in shame.